Ruchem Abayim, welcome everyone. We have a very special share today on Seder HaTfilah, Bir HaTfilah Vayvarach David. Before we begin, first we want to thank our sponsors. Today's share on Tfilah, all the share on Tfilah are sponsored by our dear friend, Los Angeles Patal Rose, Leon Nishmas, his brother, Tzvi Van Levi Yitzchak, and Hashem Hashem Aliyah, Biyomel Siyosha for his whole family, Abiyaskel Tzedek. I want to take the opportunity to let everybody know we're embarking on a historic campaign. We're uh, building a base medrash, a Torah center, and Be'ezos Hashem, it will be the location of the live shiurim, and from there the Zoom shiurim, and the recorded shiurim. And there, I know there are many shuls in Klal Yisrael, but I was encouraged by a number of G'daylam that there are not so many shuls, that there are there's no talking by the davening, that there are no phones, that everything is kahalacha, and Baruch Hashem, the shiurim will be disseminated um, wherever uh, Yidin want to, to enjoy the sweetness of the Torah. So if you could go to our site, rabbidg.com, you'll see the charity campaign is on countdown mode. If you could participate... There is a building dedication opportunities. If you want to have your name on the building, um, that's available. The base medrash, the arayin, the recording studio, um, something more modest is available. Whatever you could do, tavei aleichem bracha. We're now learning about vayivarach david, and uh, where does vayivarach david come from? We know if you look in the Gemara, the Gemara says that yehi chelki migoymer hala b'chol that it is our ambition to finish Tehillim every day. Tehillim means, Tehillim means to finish the Halalukas, the last five Halalukas. So we did that. And we even learned last week, Baruch Hashem Li'aylam, Amin V'Amin, our psukim from the endings of various segments of Tehillim. And last week we explained the reason for the order of Baruch Hashem Li'aylam, Amin V'Amin. But why Vayivarech David? So the Torah says, that in the Tikkun of the Ga'inim it's written, Yeshnoyagin Loimar Vayivarach David as Hashem Le'inei Kalakal, Ad Umahalalim L'Shem Tifartecha Ka'asher Hu B'Sefer Divrei Hayamim. So you look in the Siddur, and we say from Divrei Hayamim, Parak Aleph, Pasuk Chavtes, from Pasuk Yud to Yud Gimel Vayivarach David as Hashem Le'inei Kalakal, Vayim Zohar Brachat Hashem Le'inei Kalakal, Vayim Zohar Brachat Hashem Le'inei Kalakal, Vayim Zohar Brachat Hashem Le'inei Kalakal, Vayim Zohar and we uh, we say Vayivarech David, and then we say Vayivarechu Shem Kvoidecha until the Shira Sayam, like it says in Nehemiah, and then we say Oz Yashir. Why? Why do we say these things? I thought we're done with Pesuk the Zimra. I mean, no. I, most people would say, okay, Shoyin Genik. We you know we did it. We said the Halalukas. We said the Hoidu which is the shear of the Tamar Shoshachar and Tamar Shobayin Arbayim, we said Mizmar Lasoida, we said the Halalukas, what more do we need to do? Well, we're going to say Yishtabach. And in Yishtabach, there are 15 languages of Shavach. And in the Mechilta, they darshan that the 15 languages of Shavach come from the Shiras Hayam and from the Psukim of Vayivarech David. So since Yishtabach, the 15 Lashonois, come from these Psukim, we say these Psukim. So that's something more that we have to study. 
because what are these 15 languages of Shabbach, and how do we darshan it from these psukim? That's something we have to continue, we have to study further. The Ben Ishchai writes, and we spoke this out last week, that there's a mitzvah to say Amen 90 times a day. And the Ben Ishchai, if uh, he, in order to ensure that he would say Amen 90 times a day, he would say, Baruch Baruch He would say it 45 times. But the Ben Eshchai now says it's good to say the Psukim by Yivarech Dovedas Hashem Leine Kalakov Ayom Doved Baruch Ato Hashem Lecha Hashem Agdu Vagvad Rezanes Madu Chavashem Baruch Hashem Vanech Vatam Rashvakal. And even outside of the davening, say it ten or seven times. And after you say it, you should say Baruch Ato Hashem Lamdeni Chukecha. And aside from the secrets in this pasuk. It will also help you get a hundred brachos b'shas hatchak because you're saying Baruch Atah Hashem Elokei, so you're getting a hundred brachos b'shas hatchak. Va'ayin pischei tshuva yaradesim shin chavches of katan aleph mashikasa b'shem arav pritvua mashikibo meravosa. And now we come to something amazing. If you remember, Rav Schwab's approach to tefillah, based on five words in. Baruch Sha'amar, Nigadelcha, Unishabechacha, Unifaercha, Vinazkir Shimcha, Vinamlichacha. And those are the five parts of Psuke de Zimra. And we spent many, many months on Nigadelcha braiding. That braiding is the part of is Hoidu, where we take different Psukim from different parts of Tanakh and we braid them together to form a bouquet of praise of Hashem. That's Haidu. That's Yichavayd. Unishabeichacha is Ashrei, where Mishabeach, that even though things in life seem challenging and difficult, but we praise Hashem and we recognize really Toiv Hashem Lakov and then Nifa Ercha is Pe'er, the crowning era of Jewish history, the Yemais HaMashiach. And the five halalukas correspond to the five different eras of the Achras Hayamim. Before the coming of the Mashiach, while Mashiach is coming, when Mashiach is here, Tchias HaMesim and the Oilam HaNeshamais, we are now up to V'Nazkir Shimcha. And Nazkir Shimcha is we mention your name. Two times in Vayivarach David we refer to God's name. We say, Umahalalim l'shem tifartecha. And we say, Atahu Hashem levadecha, v'atazlecha shem. So the, this segment of davening is referred to as v'nazkir shimcha. V'nazkir shimcha. Now, what in the world does it mean we're going to remember God's name? I don't understand. What, we would have forgotten it, so we have to say, oh, we'll remember your name. And the other thing is, we just said about 20,000 words of praise to Hashem. And then we say, oh, by the way, Hashem, we'll remember your name. I mean, I would hope so. Well, what have we been doing for the last uh, 30 minutes in the shul, if we're going to forget Hashem's name? What is this area of tefillah called Nazkir Shimcha? <clears throat> Um, 
We already went through the segment, so why would you think that now we need to remember God's name? So we know we say in Tehillim, them by their chariots and their horses, and we remember God. Huh? What does that mean? They have horses, they have chariots, and we remember God. Says Rav Schwab, it means as follows. When all the nations of the world gather in their victory parade, marching with their tanks and with their armory and their weapons, we remind ourselves they will eventually fall and we will rise and we will remember God's name. In other words, when the Gentiles have a victory parade, we remind ourselves, when we're going to have our victory parade, we're not going to say, oh, our, um, the Jewish people, the state of Israel, we have the strongest army, we have the best weaponry, we're the most cunning, uh, we have the most cunning an, uh, a- analysis. We're going to not make the mistake that when we're victorious, we will not let the victory be darkened and clouded by our own efforts, and we will reckon, we will remember when things are going well, they come only from God. We will remember, meaning specifically at the time of victory, that's when we remember, that's when we remind ourselves that we will never forget God. And in light of this, it will be explained that which David Melech emphasized. Now, when we think about the time that Vayivarech David Hashem, what does it mean David blessed God? When did that happen? After David coronated Shlomai before his die, before he died, we find that he commanded Shlomo that Shlomo should take revenge against Shimei ben Gera and from Yoyav ben Surya, and then David died. And anyone who learns this wonders. I mean, come on, that, those were the last words of David? The last words were of David is, Hey, Solomon, my dear son, make sure you knock off Shimi ben Gera and Yoyav, and then David HaMelech left this world. I mean, we just had a share Wednesday that Rashi, Rashi's last words were, Tahar, and then he left this world. And David's last words are, Do me a favor, Solomon, why don't you chop off uh, Shimi's head and Yoyav, maybe poison him. Is that how a tzaddik like David goes? But the truth is, it's not It's not so. Because we know that Divrei Hayomim, that was written by Ezra, is the completion of many in Yonim that are written in the Sifrei Nevi'im that are uh, not there. In other words, if you just learn Navi, you don't get the full story. But Ezra completed information that's not recorded in the Nevi'im. Why exactly it's not recorded in the Nevi'im? Rabbi Schwab says, I can't tell you. And it's discussed by the Chachamim, and it needs analysis. But that's the reality, that that Divrei Ayomim sometimes is mashlim, what doesn't appear in the Nevi'im. So David commanded Shloimah about many things, more than it just says in Malachim. And this Pasuk in Divrei Ayomim is saying that after he coronated Shloimah, and he told him how to build the Beis HaMikdash, he made known to all of Klal Yisrael, 
that all of his storehouses of gold and silver that he gathered in his victories against the Jewish enemies, he didn't use any of it. We know that David HaMelech, in all, of, all the spoils that he took in all of his victories, he designated for the Beis HaMikdash, and he proclaimed that in addition to all of his spoils, anyone who wants to donate, to bring Truma to the Beis Hashem should bring it. And Klaiso brought gold and silver and stones, and the people rejoiced. And when the people rejoiced, Vayevarech David es Hashem le'ine kol ha'kol va'omer Hashem aleikei Avram Yisrael Yisrael v'seinu shomrozois. God, remember the merit of the Jewish people. They're nedavos to the Beis Hamikdash. La'olam liyitzer machshavos levav amecha. David Amelch was moved by the generosity of the Jewish people to the Beis HaMikdash, that he said, God Almighty, remember this forever. Incline their hearts that they should always conduct themselves this way. And then David said that he personally doesn't have permission to build the temple, only Shlomo. He is the one chosen to bring to reality the revelation of the Malchus in the whole world. And David thought that Shlomo will be Mashiach. And therefore, it says immediately that Shlomo sat on the throne of God. Interesting. It doesn't say he sat on his own throne. It's he sat on the throne of God. It doesn't say that by any other king that the king sat on God's throne. And by the way, had Shlomo not sinned, uh, in accordance with his level, he would have been Mashiach. Now, this was the pinnacle, Rabbi Isai, of human existence. This is the closest we ever came to the summit of, of human level. David was prepared to build the temple. The donations were in. Shomach was going to build it. And they had so magnificently reflected the Malchus of God in the world that Solomon was concerned to sit on the throne of God. And there was a concern that the people in their joy over the Mashiach, they would say, Oh, Mashiach! Mashiach! And they would forget a little bit about God. So David HaMelech at that fateful moment he gathered all of Klai Yisrael together and he said, V'nazkir Shimcha! God will never forget you! We're not going to get caught up in Messianic fervor. We'll never forget you! V'yivarech David es Hashem le'enei kol ha'kol! U'mahalalim l'shem tifartecha! That's the union of V'yivarech David. That at the time of the greatest success, I would add, this is in the aftermath of not only Mashiach, and not only it's the highest summit of human existence, but we always have to be cognizant. It's only you. Not to forget the name of God. And therefore we say we're only going to praise your glorious name. And therefore we need to remember and learn to our times. About 2,000 years later, 
that we're awaiting the coming of Mashiach, and we have to remember never to forget that Mashiach is only God's messenger. V'nazkir Shimcha, we hope for God only. And the same thing at Kriyas Yamsov. Moshe lifted up his stick, he split the yam. The same thing. Moshe Rabbeinu was only a shliach, and therefore, Batas Lecha, Shem, we made for you a name. This is a reference to this part of davening, which is Venazkir Shimcha. Uh, one or two more thoughts on Vayivarach David, and we're going to have a number of shiram on this. We don't know every single word David HaMelech said. And not only that, we don't even say all the words David said. If you look in Divrei Ayamim, David gave a much longer speech. But the words that are injected in tefillah, we don't really pay attention to it because we say it by rote. But you need to ask, what does it mean David HaMelech said these words, Le'ene kolakal, to the eyes of the people? You don't speak to people's eyes, it should be the ears of the people, or Lefnei kolakal, what's Le'ene kolakal? The answer is, there are a lot of people there. There were millions of people there, perhaps. And was everybody able to hear? No. Did God make a miracle that David's voice was a booming voice and everyone heard? No. Only those close by to him heard him. And they said it over to the people in the back. But even though not everybody heard, even though it was not Be'ozne Kalakal, but it was still Le'ene Kalakal, they all saw him. They saw how he was Mavarch the people. But the question is, why is it telling me that David HaMelech said this in the eyes of all the people? But this has a lot of meaning. It says, That means, means, that these words were so significant that at the time that people heard them, even though they didn't know the full impact and import of the words, they realized they were hearing something historic, something unusually meaningful. And therefore, they took to heart that they need to study and analyze the words that Dara Malach said. And it was Le'ene, everyone saw that there was, a, there was something unique over here, and this, is, and this is what David told us. Now what did David say? David said, Baruch HaTashem Aleikei Yisrael. Why Yisrael? Why not Aleikei Abraham? When you daven, don't you say, Magin Abraham, Aleikei Abraham, why is he calling you Aleikei Yisrael? Me'olam, from before anything was created, until the end of the world. Why Yaakov Avinu? Because he's gathering everyone for the Binyan Beis HaMikdash. And the Beis HaMikdash is based And by doing so, God is So that means that God's, this, this temple is now the seat of the Kisei HaKavod. And if this temple is the seat of the Kisei HaKavod, that was magnified by Yaakov Avinu when his name was changed from Yaakov to Yisrael, Kisarisa Amalekim, Chazal say that at that time, Yaakovinu's image was engraved on the Kisei HaKavayit. And we say, Lecha Hashem HaGadula. To you, God, is all greatness. So 
So the Mepharshim explained, based on the principle of the Rambam, that you can't give God an appellation or a description in human terminology. And you can't attribute to God any midah. L'cha Hashem HaGadullah is not referring to the greatness of Hashem. But the kavana is that, you know what it means, L'cha Hashem HaGadullah, to you God is greatness, doesn't mean, we're not talking about God's greatness. We're saying that when you look at Sadiqim and you see their greatness, when you look at Reb Chaim Knievsky, when you look at other Sadiqim, you see their greatness, the truth is, the greatness is not theirs, it's the greatness God gave them. And when Dawud saw that God gave them respite from all their enemies, and that all the nations will recognize that based on God's command, Shlomo will rule after him, even though he was only 12 years old at the time. And that's why many people did not support Shlomo, they supported Adonia ben Chagis, when he wanted to wrestle the Melucha away. Because, I mean, to have a king 12 years old. But when David HaMelech saw that Shlomo's dominion and sovereignty would be powerful and strong, and he would be accepted by the people, and he would build the temple, David HaMelech said, All of this greatness that you bestowed on us, L'cha Hashem Agdullah, it belongs to you. V'hagivura. All the might that we have, that we subdued our enemies from around, it's your, the Tiferes, the majesty, the eternity, the victory, the glory of our sovereignty. It's all yours. Because everything, he call everything that's in Shemaim Baaretz, it's yours. Our Malchus is yours. Our political power is yours. Our Extra legal ability is yours. Any leadership, it's all from you. Even a guy, says David, the Gemara says in Brachas, even a guy who's in charge of the water in a pit, that greatness was given from heaven. Even a guy who has no power, no honor. All he is is he's in charge of uh, a, a cup of water. That's what his job, what do you do for a living? He watches a cup of water. Even that position, it's God-given. That's Vayivarech David. This is the Indian of Nazkir Shimcha. At this critical moment of the greatness and the glory of the Jewish people, the, their highest moment in existence, that's when we're in danger of forgetting HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's when we have to focus on Nazkir Shimcha, and perhaps that is why it comes after Nifa'ercha, after the glory of all these eras in Jewish history, we can never forget about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We can't get caught up in who the Mashiach is per se, it's not important, it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rabbi say have a wonderful Shabbos, thank you so much. Baruch Baruch Agun Shabbos. Rabbi, you know I spoke to you yesterday in person? Oh.